At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Good morning, Mianjin! My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sean, I use she, her pronouns. And we're Transmission! We're doing a whole bunch of... Yeah, cool trans things on Tuesday mornings on 4ZZZ. I mean, I hope they're cool. I mean, they might be dorky trans things, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> they're definitely dorky. <laughs> but they don't know that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so we, we cover off on the week in community events and news that might pertain to our trans and gender non-conforming folk around town, as well as discussions and all the things and people that come on the show are either diehard allies or part of the community. So, yeah, that's, that's the show. And starting off... Every episode of Transmission, we go through the week in community events news. So, this Thursday at the Cave-In, at, which is 9th of November, from 6.30pm, this is a completely free event, which is Uncovered Lives, is Australia's, fu- Australia's Fight for Funded Trans Healthcare, is an upcoming documentary advocating for transgender healthcare to be covered under Medicare Australia's Universal Health Insurance Scheme. Led by a diverse crew of talented filmmakers, this isn't a documentary to miss. Follow us as we uncover the issues within our healthcare system and explore what it means to medically transition in Australia. Just gonna play a little thing. Being able to wake up in a body that's yours after a lifetime of feeling like a stranger in your own skin is a difference between just staying alive and finally living. Medicare was created to support the health of all Australians. With respect to trans health, it's failing. I've known since hitting puberty, my chest should not be the way it is. It just seemed like something I couldn't have. The amount of money that it costs has always seemed way out of reach. Transgender healthcare isn't elective, it is life-saving. I am living proof of that, and if we all come together to fight for trans lives, change will happen, it will be inevitable. To celebrate the release of Uncovered Lives, Australia's Fight for Funded Trans Healthcare, the documentary, they're having a screening with live music and merch for sale at the Cave-In on November 9th. The screening will begin at 6.30, followed by a Q&A with the crew. Then you'll be treated to a live set from the incredible minds behind the soundtrack, Apollo. So it's going to be a really fun night celebrating queer creatives and all that stuff. So yeah, head on down to the Cave-In this Thursday, November 9th from 6.30pm. There we go. Sorry, I had to scroll back up the page. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. What else we got? Okay, so uh, Ez has asked me to do one of these <laughs> events announcements with like 15 seconds to prepare. Yeah, you're fine. So this is a first for me to even read something and try and make it sound natural. It's okay. It. If it sounds terrible, it's fine. Yeah, great. Okay. Lovely. Okay, the community so, out there love us. Uh, poetry and trans life drawing at the Cave-In uh, happening tonight, 6pm until 8.30pm. It is a free event. Uh, The Trans Life Drawing and Poetry is a monthly event hosted by uh, Drew and Cole. Uh, The Life Drawing is held upstairs. Like I said, 
said, from 6 till 7. And the poetry is downstairs, 7.30 to 8.30. Uh, the poetry event is uh, Echoes from the Cave-In. To those interested in performing, you can email the gang at I can't read that from here uh, <laughs> or approach the shows to the day. The email is a.drearc d-a.d-r-e-y a-r-k at gmail.com I gave you an easy one didn't I you really did thanks for that I appreciate it uh, and as well as poetry readings for various artists there'll be a five minute speed poetry game for anyone interested everyone uh, who doesn't love a bit of speed poetry and uh, as for the life drawing uh, you will need to bring your own art supplies so uh, please arrive before the drawing begins at six no one likes a uh, someone stumbling in at the last minute while the uh, the, the model is there trying to Sweating. maintain a pose <laughs> and everyone's focused on their form and someone is like, sorry, sorry, just need to... Have you got a show? Excuse me, I just have ADHD, have gonna, sorry. Can you just... <laughs> don't do me. That. That's just um. me. <laughs> <laughs> also, just a note, accessibility. The bath floor is accessible with any mobility aids um, and as well as being dog-friendly. However, the bathrooms and upstairs rooms where the, whole, where the life drawing is are, are located up a flight of stairs and not necessarily accessible to some mobility aids. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Tonight, cave in. Get down. Do it. Mm-mm-mm. There's also future events coming up. These are these two events that I'm going to mention are both online and they're both around advocacy and activism in the trans community. So the Global Fight for Trans Justice, which is online uh, Wednesday, 15th of November from 6 p.m. till 7.30. This is a completely free event, although you do need to RSVP. Hear from key advocates in the UK, US, Canada and so-called Australia about the global fight for trans justice. You will get to hear about the lessons learned, the ways we, the way the anti-trans lobby is organizing globally and most importantly how we can fight back here at home this is a must for anyone looking to gain a deeper understanding of the attacks on trans lives and what we can do to make a difference so that's next wednesday 15th of november you can grab your tickets or rsvp it's free on humanitics hell of an important thing actually yes um the the getting that understanding of the ways in which they obfuscate their transphobia uh, behind oh but won't someone please think of the children yeah what are their mm, tactics Mm. that's mainly it yeah and then on Tuesday the 21st of November another online event also free also have to RSVP which is Conversations for Trans Justice it's a completely free webinar the online training will teach you how to talk to your friends family and co-workers about trans justice how to challenge disinformation and give you strategies and resources you can use to educate those in your community on the webinar they will also launch uh, a brand new Conversations guide. The guide will bring together a number of skills and frameworks we introduce in the training in a simple resource. So yeah, these are some great things coming up. All on Humanitics. Yeah, Trans Justice, excellent organization. Uh, You should subscribe to them if you can um, and find out what's going on. So yeah, that's the week in Community Events. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. In a transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sean. I use she, her pronouns. Sorry, I just blew <laughs> Sean's mind in that short music break. 
<laughs> Ez dropped uh, uh, some absolute wild facts. Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell our dear listeners out there? Maybe it sounds like I'm some land. conspiracy theorist or something. No, it was actually. Uh, no, it's not. I need to. I need to also simultaneously look this up as I say it because I don't want to like. Give okay, do you want me to recount it while you Google it? Yeah. Okay, you you do that. Okay, yeah, so Ez <laughs> sits there. What? Hang on. How did it start? I don't know. We're, we were talking, talking about, about standing up. Something is. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about like you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was okay. We were talking about the band Garbage, and I was saying about teenage boy me looking at Shirley Manson and going, "Wow, I wish I was her." I guess I won't examine that at all in yeah, any way for, for decades. <laughs> um, and then Ed says, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna keep standing there, pee, you know, standing there, peeing, standing up, not thinking about how I wish I was Shirley Manson." And then, and then I'm like, <laughs> "What the hell?" And then Ez tells me drops the truth bomb on me apparently that it is very it is not good for you to pee standing up if you're a penis owner uh, owner operator um <laughs> i like to describe it as hang on yeah it's true uh it is true that it is actually better for your bladder to sit down and pee regardless of your genitalia so i've just confirmed this because i still occasionally still you know it's I, not even about splashback sorry there's an article that's like splashback <laughs> And I'm like, I don't care about the splashback. I mean, I do, but that's not why it's actually better for your bladder and you are less likely to have uh, accidental issues as you age. Oh my God, I have no idea. Sit and pee. I mean, because I, I, I mean, I live in both worlds, uh, and and being a being being a penis owner operator, um, I, you know, like a, a lot of women in my life would describe about you know the the having the the hover the hover sitting, um, oh, which yeah. you know you'd, you'd you'd know about, mm, mm-hmm. and that sort of the the blessing of being able to go to a public bathroom and be like, fuck it, I don't have to sit for this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh my god! I just swore. I promised myself I wouldn't swear. Swear in the swear jar. It's okay. I'll get the swear jar. So yeah. So turns out I now have to completely rethink how I uh, exist in bathrooms again. Yeah. um, Well, (laughs) gosh, this is like a really weird tangent to go on, but on on brand of bathroom experiences, is that I don't really have the desire to be standing up at all because of this fact that I learned. I was like, oh, actually, now I just want to sit down because it's obviously better for you, but. Also, so is all motions that when you sit on the toilet is better. And um, especially if you've got one of those poop stools. I have been told they're very good. I have not. It puts all the organs and everything sort of drops down nicely in the right place so it can leave your body. I'm not not there yet. And I don't know that our audiences (laughs) are there yet either Uh, for this to be the Tuesday morning discourse. Well, basically what you should take from it is if you're a penis owner and operator... You should still it's sit like down having a pee. It's like having a forklift ticket, being a penis owner operator. That's the way I like to describe it. You get it. You get a same a similar one when you have a vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same, same thing. Same thing. You just subscribe. You can swap them out. Buy, yeah. yeah, you can buy both if you want. Yeah, yeah. Are you licensed to operate these genitals? I'm not sure. Show me your show me <laughs> show your credentials. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Okay. Now this wasn't what we were intending uh, to talk about today. It's not. But I'm glad. <laughs> You're getting some authentic riffing on air now. Uh, listen, uh, but we're also going to be talking about uh, this thing. I have I don't know really what to call it yet, but it's I call it privilege exchange. So Ez and I were out for dinner the mm. other night, and we're sitting there smashing some sizzling, sizzling chicken, sizzling garlic chicken, mm. which was amazing. Mm-mm. And uh, and Ed starts telling me a story about interactions between trans masks and trans femmes, and it was a fascinating conversation we thought we should really open this up 
and talk about it in more detail. Yeah, so trigger warning. This does contain possibly some dysphoria, like social dysphoria discussion, and it also is a very nuanced like the conversation. These are about my personal experiences and Sean's and our experiences together and we're going to compare them. Hmm. But this doesn't mean that it is an example of all trans people and their experiences. Yeah, in no way would we ever want anyone to feel invalidated in their experiences and what their feelings are. And as we are all on this journey of experiencing and understanding our own genders and each other's. um, Yeah. Yeah. And maybe someone can, maybe you, all you trans listeners can take something from this. Who knows? We'll find out. And if we're wrong, (laughs) just... Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Privately. You know, don't out us. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I was talking about how when I, when I started my... Well, when I started transitioning, I started moving into what is called passing privilege. Passing privilege is that people would look at me on the street and not know I'm a secret trans. So I pass. I'm, I have that privilege. But I also, as a trans mask, someone that's transitioning from female to male in... in we're going to get real binary there, is that I am moving out of being perceived as a woman and having woman experiences and moving into a space of having being perceived as a man and man experiences and what they look like. And it's the opposite for trans femmes. Sometimes it changes and flexes depending on what people are wearing. Not and all of whatever, us have passing privileges. But not... <laughs> But it can do the other. It can do the other way as well. True. So, um, and you move out of places of privilege and into different places as you transition all the time. Mm. And I was saying that, like, my experience with a lot of trans masks is that, as much as you think that we're going to start acting like a man and being in quotations whatever a man is, we are still probably traumatized and have a lot of hang-ups from being living a life as a perceived woman and all of the really complicated things that come with sexism and misogyny we still have a lot of shame and we still have a lot of are we good enough question mark over our head when we do things which may not be the same thing that a lot of trans femmes were instilled with and i was talking Mm. to sean about how that can be the case when you have like a rude shock with the privilege exchange moving through transition oh absolutely and 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 just to, to to highlight at the top of this the concept of passing is something that i personally find particularly unpleasant the conversation around there are some people out there who think that if you are not passing you are not really trans or that you're not enough of a woman and i call bullshit on that i think that you know uh certainly and certainly for me i am i'm uh you know i am a tall heavily muscled heavily tattooed trans woman who looks like they could yeet a man through a window and and i guess that's one of the reasons why (laughs) i don't experience (laughs) um much hate out in the world I mean, you were in Melbourne. You told me that you had people hassling you in the street. Yeah, I got I got people yelling at me in Fitzroy for wearing earrings. Wild. Because they thought I was... I don't know. They used the you know derogatory <coughs> word for a vagina at me and uh, told me that I was not a man. And I'm like, honey, you don't know nothing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really experience a lot of that. that. That is definitely like a phobia that I have not experienced, which was, oh, you're a man. You're wearing earrings. That's wrong. And I'm like... Gosh, you must be so confused. You don't know anything about mm. me. <laughs> mm. But that's definitely moving into, like, a different space. It's like, mm. oh, you know, you're a man, therefore you have to fit these this mould, otherwise I'm going to yell at you for wearing earrings. Yeah, yeah, wild. <laughs> and I mean, like, and that's an, act, like, that's, a, that, that's an act of a coward in my mind. Oh, yeah. Because I, while I don't pass, mm. I hate the word, um, wh- you know, while I don't look as though I am a cisgendered woman, people do not hassle me in the street. 
I don't uh, really get harassed in the street around town here just generally. Yeah, yeah. And I even when I was I last paint my in nails Melbourne, my earrings. no problem. You know, yeah. and I just it that that blows my mind. And that is an act of a coward, right? Mm. That is an act of someone who is um, you know, punching down on someone that they see that they can mm. be abusive to and not suffer consequences. Yeah. I suppose the privilege that I have of having lived decades as a man and dear listeners, the sort of man who being very unhappy with their body and not understanding why they were unhappy, you know, tried to fix that by becoming absolutely massive. I'm going to have to put money in the in the swear jar because I <laughs> I uh, worked very hard on becoming a brick shit house in order to cure what I thought was just self-loathing, but it turns out it was um, gender dysphoria, and you know, so the the I have the privilege of walking around still looking like someone that you shouldn't really mess with. <laughs> Sean, you're such a... You're painting this picture of, like, how, like, this big belly transfer. <laughs> you're just such a sweetie. You're so lovely. <laughs> but, yes. Oh, Sean, terrifying call. Yes. <laughs> totally. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's true, though. I think people are less likely to confront certain people because, I don't know, people are cowards in cowards. other ways. But, you know, I think... More in terms of, like, the privilege can also be very unconscious. Mm. So, like... This is the hard stuff. Which is the tricky stuff. And, and like, there are a couple of trans femmes that I've met and trans women that I've met who've transitioned much, much later in life, in their, like, 50s and 60s and older, and they have so much more confidence. Mm. They're, like, willing to... They can move through their transition in a totally different mindset. Oh, yeah. To how a lot of trans men I've seen move through their their transition which is just like with constant questioning and hesitation not that that doesn't happen for trans women mm, as well of course but i noticed that like the older you are when you transition the more of those stereotypes and the conditioning of the perceived gender you were once mm. you carry with you through to your next life or stage yeah they'll always be they'll always be part of me mm. because those experiences happened that person isn't dead and gone they're still me they're still part of me and and the lingering the lingering traumas or the lingering you know we the all the elements that made up you in your entire life are all still there and it isn't a switch that you can flick yeah, um absolutely and i suppose for me you know the real tragedy of being trans is this expectation that the switch gets flicked and you are a new person and that you have to give away all of that past, but it's what makes you, and what's what makes you a magnificent, delightful individual. That's right. It's all our unique experiences that shape the person you are today, and you're worth being here. Wait. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to some music, and we'll come back. We're going to keep chatting about trans privileges and things and such, which there isn't many, but <laughs> we, can, we, can, we, can, we can talk oh, about look, I mean, there is the privilege of being a, you know, tall trans femme, uh, you know, you're at the club and I'm wearing, I'm wearing my giant shoes and, and people can be like, hey, if we get separated, just meet underneath that trans girl. Because <laughs> you can always see her. Like, yeah, I get that life I'm, and I'm happy for the privilege of being... See that tall trans person? That's our landmark. We'll meet back here later. Ow. <laughs> and the benefit is that you can move them around as well. Like, it's great. Like, it's not just... <sighs> I feel like I've probably done that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm short. And obviously there is some, uh, uh, you know, tall trans girls out there who wouldn't appreciate being the, uh, the landmark for you to meet under. But I'll let you know that I am okay with it and I'm more than happy to be like, oh, hello down there. Should we buy you an umbrella hat? <laughs> you know those hat, umbrella hats? Yeah. I want, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 
It'd be wonderful. It'd be great. <laughs> the forecast is in. Brizzy, it's gonna be a hot seasonal fruit summer. Felon's Barrel Hall's Day Music Festival is returning this December 3rd, serving up a sweltering lineup of international and local music acts. Catch the Alalas, Ali, Packy Man, Banana Gun, and more. One stage, no clashes. Tickets on sale now. Head to the Felon's Barrel Hall website to pluck yours today. Felons are proud sponsors of 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sean. I use she, her pronouns. And uh, Sean and I are chatting about... I don't know. We're just just sharing our experiences as trans folks. And... Oh, oh yes. We received a message in. We were were talking about, you know, if you need a landmark in a crowd or festival, just, you know, you can meet under the tall trans fan. (laughs) And we got a text in from Toby. You said, got to write a love song with the lyrics, meet under the tall trans fan. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. Toby, call me and we'll discuss it. Yeah, we'll make something happen. <laughs> but yes, we were chatting about privilege and how, you know, there's, a, there's like a little bit of discourse sometimes with, within the trans community. As all communities, there's nuances, there's layers, there's experiences people have issues and take problems with things and such Mm. and uh, people also can project their internalized cis heteronormative behavior and project it onto other people within the trans community and an example of that would be an experience i've had where trans women have not all trans women but some have asked that trans men step up and be men and defend them and protect them in variety of situations uh, because they're men now and that's what men do and I'm like, uh, isn't that the thing I'm trying to get away from? Right. And you're talking about uh, your trauma and experiences in the past of having lived so many years as a woman. Yeah, I'm not going to fight a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any man. Yeah. Or anyone, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say some weird things to you and confuse you and then run away. <laughs> I mean, that that can work, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm used but to yeah, like, I mean, the, the, the idea that, that, that you would be obligated now that you're now that you're carrying the mantle of being a man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, into the world, that you would somehow be required to do things that, you know, blokey blokes do. And I'm like, that's... Protect the women of our community. That's that's a backward step. That's not... <laughs> it's not the That's right not direction. what we're aiming for. We're aiming for the dissolution and the, 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 the of those heteronormative concepts. Uh, you know, I will never be a feminine woman. Well, maybe a little bit, but you know, I'm you know, but I I, I think about you know like what, asking myself those questions of what sort of femme, you know, I was writing on that thing the other day, you know, like femme like a like a mother carrying an armful of groceries and a child up four flights of stairs. That's a feminine Mm-mm-mm. thing to me. Fem it up, right? Having you know delicate hands and tiny little bird boned wrists. That's feminine to someone else, but that's not what I'm going to have, and that's not what I'm going to be, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make me less of a woman because I don't have that. It doesn't make you less of anything. It's just your body. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so the idea that you could be less or more of a man based upon whether or not you're going to throw a punch. Have you... And you've never, you've never, you've never intervened in something like that before? Uh, I have. I have indeed. I have been in fisticuffs. Really? Yeah. I've been both on the victor side and on the not-so-victor side really? of uh, fistfights. Uh, not not as many as Kai. I'm just completely outing them on air now. Really? Kai, well, Kai grew up in Fitzroy in oh, Melbourne during the 90s. So there are a lot of, like, I don't know, high school shenanigans and Scraps. stuff. But, you know, I've, I've, I've had uh, 
I'm just going to give a trigger warning because this does. I'm going to talk about a little bit of uh, some beating, being beat, being dude, uh, assault, abuse. Dude, I don't know. You, you want to do this? Uh, yeah, good? why not? You're why okay? Not? Uh, yeah. No, okay. no. Uh, gosh, I was a teenager. I I got called the f word at a school dance and then uh, pushed down some stairs and then I about three or four guys kicked the crap out of me in front of the amphitheater full of students. Wow. And no one got up to help me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Similar experiences yeah. for me. It was like hundreds of kids and everyone just watched. But that was pretty crap. And that was definitely homophobia. Um, mm. Although I don't think they knew my gender. So there was probably a bit of transphobia in there too because I was looking a bit queer. I don't know. Mm. And then there have been other times where I've I've been a bystander and seen something and just gone up and cracked someone in the face. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was at a particular university bar in the city that's been around a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. If you're familiar with me, Engine, you'll know which <clears throat> bar, dirty bar, dirty uni bar in the city that is. But I was underage. Mm. I was underage and, I don't know, really tall, white, Aussie guy with a really distasteful uh, tribal tattoo. <laughs> uh, went up and called an Indian fellow a slur and started yelling at him that he shouldn't oh, be there. Damn. And this particular gentleman didn't speak any English, had no idea what this guy was saying to him, so just was smiling really sweetly but confused as he was yelling at him. Oh, and um, all the stuff he was saying was absolutely disgusting. So me, 17, small, tiny, probably 55 kilo white, mm. blonde Aussie girl, mm. gets up, walks over to the booth, taps him on the shoulder, he turns around and I go crack right in his nose. Nice. And it hurt like hell. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't condone doing this. This is no. not, definitely I, not I mean, things to do. But that's something I did. He got of, kicked. A little bit of language <laughs> warning, living by the rule, talk shit, get hit. I mean, it's one of those <laughs> things. All right, well. I mean, we talk about that in Roller Derby. You it's know, true. Like, don't, Queers uh, bashback. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. But, you know, look, I don't know. It's, it's all... This is all about self-defense and, you know, taking care of yourself. I definitely not someone to go out there and... I've never actually had to throw a punch. Usually the kind of running full tilt at a guy who's (laughs) being abusive and threatening to women makes them them run (laughs) the hell away. It's quite surprising to see how quickly. Like we talked about earlier, Mm. cowards cowards when confronted with someone who is their proportions mm. uh how quickly they they quail under uh under yes them. it's easier to pick a fight with someone smaller than you it really is um, than it is with someone bigger i actually relied on when i picked fights i relied on the fact that i was a pretty blonde girl yeah because they don't hit women you don't hit girls not in public <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, I'm serious. So yeah, yeah, I never. Sorry, that I ne- just caught me off guard. So, you know, <laughs> I used to lean into the fact that I could say a lot more outrageous stuff and yeah. I could be a lot more confrontational. I've discovered that you can't really do that looking the way that I look now. Men will look back at you ready to, to go. You And I, I'm learning that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really weird. Men are very confrontational with each other when they don't like things. There's no talking. There's just all... Grumble, grumble, grumble. Well, isn't that interesting? Like when we talk about the the way the, the the chemical impact on our bodies and the shift of change of your chemical balance mm. and how and like I know that I absolutely now that I'm on testosterone blockers, not that I was ever a, you know an aggressive person, but I feel that wound spring in my chest never really tightens all the way up to the way that it used to mm. when I had my body responding to testosterone. That's interesting because I totally feel wound tighter. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's that's mm. you know and and that is an element but you know you've you are taking testosterone you are not going around starting fights punching holes in walls no i got better things to do 
Yeah, yeah. Like, run a radical trans radio program. <laughs> Yo! Um, Max has just texted in saying, Fight Club. Trans yeah. Fight Club. Tra- oh. <laughs> trans Fight Club. Isn't that Derby? It pretty much is. It's, it's great. I'm, I'm back skating at BCR. And, <laughs> trans um, Fight Club is Derby. There, there are so many they's, them's, and, and, and it's just such a delight to be there. It's so good. Uh, they, them's. And how many genders are there? I don't know. I just got here. You've come to the end of transmission. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. My name is Sean. I use she, her pronouns. Oh, we've been having a really deep chat. Yeah. <laughs> some fun chat. <laughs> some fun stuff and some heavy stuff. Yeah. About, you know, really, really the crux of everything is just look out for each other if you're trans. You know, we're all part of the same group of humans that are trying to escape hmm. these cultish confines of cis heteronormativity we are also part of the same community and and, Mm. and obviously that idea that no one is obligated necessarily to support if they have not got the capability you know and you know each to their each to their ability and each to their need that's right yeah and we gotta look out for each other transmission's looking out for you you know if you're if you're a trans person or maybe you're um thinking that you might be or gender's weird and you don't like it anyway well join us yeah Uh, (laughs) if you're like me and you sit there and you look at shirley manson from garbage and you're like yeah, that gives me some feelings. I don't understand them. Maybe you should probably look at them. Or if you see women wearing pretty earrings and you're like, damn, that's so unfair that I can't wear earrings. Just wear the damn earrings. Oh, yeah. Ez is wearing amazing earrings today. Real <laughs> quick, everybody. The fit is immaculate. It is gold bling. It is <laughs> goblin pirate boy who is ready to slide down the sail of a ship with a knife in his teeth. It's amazing. I am... Obviously, going to be in season three of Our Flag, Flag Means Death. Death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish that is absolutely the vibe. I want to uh, hang out with like Vico and like, I mean, obviously Tycho. Sorry, I'm like huge Our Flag Means Death fan. Obviously, four triple Z listeners are Our Flag Means Death fans because you're all queer, awesome, punk, rockin' pirate weirdos. I love you, and thank you for tuning into four triple Z and supporting probably the greatest radio station in all the world. You can support it, especially. And mostly through subscription. Subscribe for triplez.org.au forward slash support. There's a whole tier of different sub packages and with different things and such. And it's for an entire year. It's annual. You get so many perks. The biggest perk, of course, is the warm inner glow that comes from supporting your community. Mm. So, yeah, you should subscribe. And you get a shout out because the, the light flashes here in the studio. It feels like the police are coming, but that's not yeah, actually what's happening. It's true. If a you light su- goes off. If you subscribe also during a show, show. and select to have your name read out, we will read shout out, your out name. and sing your praises. Yeah, we'll be like, you support trans people. Subscribe before Triple Z. Anyway, we'll see you all next week. So, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4 Triple Z.